got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to Zorkcast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style, brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of Zorkcast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael, and welcome back to Zorkcast. On today's episode of Zorkcast, we welcome Mike Friedman, who happens to be my partner in crime at LVA Travel. LVA Travel is the travel and travel loyalty section of Las Vegas Advisor. It's also what has kept both of us extremely busy this summer since we launched LVA travel in June. And that's been a little bit of the reason that there has been a Zork cast hiatus just because we had so much going on. So, Mike, welcome. How are you today? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well. I'm so glad to finally have you on Zorkcast. I've been meaning to do that even before we teamed up with this fun and crazy LVA travel idea. So it's just really great to have you on because, you know, I I try not to say this too often, but I actually think you're one of the smartest travel and miles and points guys out there. But I, you know, I don't want to build up your ego too much. Oh, too late. Flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah, that's what I figured. So I figured I would start off that way. I think it's in the handbook of podcasts that if you flatter your guests, it usually makes for a successful podcast, or at least they'll want to come back again. Exactly. Let's hope you still want me back after we're done. Yeah, we'll see. Well, let's let's just jump right into this. So a lot of what we talk about, you know, at LVA Travel happens to be about award travel and, you know, traveling for free, free in quotations. So what's your take on it? So many people are like, there's got to be a catch or they're like, oh, it's so much harder now than it was years ago. Is it worth it for me to put time into this? And how do you respond to that when someone hits you with that, a friend, when they know you're obsessed with this stuff, but they're negative about learning about award travel and miles and points? Well, look, it's different for everyone. As to the idea of flying for free, you're not. When you collect miles, you're paying for those miles through the ticket price. The airlines know that they have to plan for redemptions, and they build it into the price of the tickets. So don't ever think they're free. You're just getting back something you've already paid for. For a lot of people, they'll look at it and say, it's too much work, or I'm never going to get enough points, or I'll forget about them, etc. It's actually not that difficult. And what you'll find is that tickets can be very reasonably priced, particularly if you're going in the off season or if you're willing to fly midweek. I've had tickets where the price in miles has gone down by 75% because I was willing to shift my travel for a day. But the airlines have put some impediments in place to prevent everyone from using their reward travel all at once. So what we try to do is help you accumulate miles and help you best use them in the manner that's going to get you to where you're going for the cheapest price possible. It is always worth collecting miles. You have nothing to lose. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you don't use them, big deal. It takes you 30 seconds to sign up for an account. So you give the airline or the hotel your account number, they'll automatically credit your account. And you take it from there. 
But how about, you know, we were talking about they're not free. And that's absolutely true when you're flying and earning miles. But how about when you're accumulating miles via shopping or from credit card signups or points? Wouldn't that be somewhat considered free? I mean, you know, because I definitely I think that's what's really muddied the water with regard to travel loyalty in general, because years ago you used to need to travel to gain the points. So really it was a what I would consider a kickback for all of the business that you gave the airline. But now there are people accumulating a lot of points, as we know, and we've talked to a number of people about that on Zorkcast before, you know, who are accumulating a lot of points and barely travel to accumulate those points. So do you also not consider that free or some kind of hybrid or does it not even matter? It's a hybrid, but you're right. It really doesn't matter. Don't forget, if you get points for shopping someplace or for doing any one of these other activities, the merchant had to buy those points from the airline at some time. So there is a portion of that get, that gets built into the cost of whatever you're buying. But again, it's a hybrid in that you're also getting something back for your shopping. And if you're not taking advantage of that, then you're not getting all the value that you deserve. Now, you bring up an excellent point. It used to be that these were nothing more than a kickback from the airlines to encourage business travel. When frequent flyer programs were first created, the thought was there'll be a nice little extra, but it's never going to be anything too important. Well, look what's happened now. You can't go anywhere or buy anything without reading about frequent flyer miles. But what that's done is it's generated an additional source of revenue for the airlines who sell the miles to their merchant partners, and it gives you the opportunity to get miles for just about anything that you do. So you're right. You might never need to travel in order to get enough miles to build up your account to go somewhere. Okay. But is it still, I mean, it still takes work. It still takes time. So how do you balance that, especially if you're a beginner or someone new to miles and points? How do you balance between putting in enough time or putting your time into the right things, like whether it's like you should use shopping portals or whether you should be getting a cashback discount or getting miles to save up for something or choosing the right credit card. Or I mean, I think the hardest thing for a lot of people is literally, where do I start? Because I know we we talked about on the intro on LVA travel, award travel easier than you think. But, you know, maybe once you've been around it for a while, but I think it's quite daunting for a lot of people, quite frankly. And I think you're right. So I think you start always with the airline. If you live in a city where you don't have much of a choice in airlines, for instance, if you live in Atlanta, you're probably flying Delta. You start with that carrier's program. I'm going to put in a little plug for LVA Travel here as well. We've got a couple guides, both the guide to points and miles, the basics, as well as a breakdown of how airline and hotel programs work. But after that, it's a one-by-one -one opportunity. Don't look at the whole universe. Look at each opportunity in particular. So if you're shopping, you're probably going to want to go actually through a cashback shopping portal. We talked a lot about that on LVA Travel. But if you want miles, each airline has their own store of miles. Generally, the more intricate the activity, the more miles you get for it. So you might take a quick survey and get a couple hundred miles, or you might get a credit card and get anywhere from 50 to 100,000 miles. Now, credit cards have their own advantages and disadvantages. The big one is 
you never want to carry a balance at the end of each month because the interest rates that they'll charge you are out of control. That's how they pay for all these miles. But if you're willing to sign up for a new card, spend a few thousand dollars in the first several months and pay your bill each month, it is a very quick way to end up with anywhere from 50 to 100,000 miles based on whatever the bonus is at that time. So there are a lot of options, but there's just a lot for people to think about. And I think you do a really good job with a lot of what you write about at LVA Travel. I think you're particularly witty and have have good insight. I also think that you don't necessarily oversimplify things or lead people to believe that they should just take it for granted and this is easy. Well, we are just about out of time and I, I know we have a lot more to talk about, but I needed to get back into this Zorkast thing now that life has gotten a little bit more calm, though it really isn't that calm at all. So, I wanted to remind everyone, if you want to visit LVA Travel, which is a part of Las Vegas Advisor, and if you're into Las Vegas, you definitely should also visit Las Vegas Advisor, you can find us at lasvegasadvisor.com slash travel, or you could visit lva.travel, or you could just look in the show notes for a link. Mike, any other like number one tip or, you know, pearls of wisdom with regard to people starting out with miles and points? I have three tips. The first is don't try to digest everything at once. It's like anything else you do. We've got a couple instruction manuals online, but don't look at this as I have to know everything right now. Take it piece by piece. Number two, sign up for every loyalty program that's free. And that doesn't mean just travel programs, by the way. Heck, you might sign up for a loyalty program from a restaurant or from Kellogg's cereal or anywhere. It costs you nothing to sign up. 30 seconds of your time, maybe. And finally, never shop online without getting anything back. Now, there are opportunities to earn miles through miles portals, and there's an opportunity to earn cash back through cash back shopping portals. I tend to find, I know this is about miles and points, but I tend to find that the cash back shopping portals offer better value than the airline's mileage portals. And we have a whole section on cash back shopping at lva.travel, which lists some of the favorite sites that we use. But take advantage of it, start slowly, and you'll be surprised how fast things add up. It sounds great. And that reminds me, we actually have, I think we have an article on this Kellogg's thing that you mentioned, which we'll publish at some point, which I haven't read yet, but is sort of fascinating to me. And I need to, but I'm not going to do it on this episode, but we will have an episode about like things that go wrong when you're trying to earn points. But I've had a huge fiasco with trying to get my points for a recent Apple purchase in May because of a shipment error and the way that Apple communicated it to one of those stores. And it's a very interesting sort of unlucky dilemma, but I really want those miles because it was during a bonus period. But it's it's sort of interesting to talk about what happens when things go wrong. Anyway, Mike, thanks for joining me. And until next time. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.